0: Hello, hello, this is Jonathan and you're listening to the Johnny Talks Podcast, the place where we help you achieve your financial goals. Hello amigos, hope you're having a great day wherever you are, whether that's in Bali, Copenhagen or San Diego, California. And if you're a new listener, I want to give you a special warm welcome to the show. Thanks so much for tuning in, I really appreciate it. If you're a returning listener, thanks so much even more for sticking with me you appreciate you joining me on this uh, podcast adventure. In today's episode, we will speak to my friend Naza, whom I met in Copenhagen in Denmark. I met Naza through common friends when visiting them in Copenhagen on several occasions. We've been keeping in touch through Facebook over the years. She's a positive person, she's fun, and when I met her, she actually seemed very happy and dedicated about her career. However, just in November of last year, she posted on her Facebook profile that she would leave her corporate job and her happy life in the Danish capital to move to Asia to pursue her dreams. She wants to become a licensed yoga teacher, which she just got by the way. She wants to teach English to underprivileged Thai children. And she wants to open her yoga school in Bali, so quite a lot of, uh, quite many projects. And this was quite a surprise to me, as I thought that she was thriving in her 9 to 5 job and enjoying life in Copenhagen. But I am very happy and excited for her at the same time. I, of course, wanted to know more about this uh, drastic lifestyle change the reasons, the wake up call, the preparations, the mindset shift, and the finances, of course. Naza will share her story and lessons with us on the show, and even if you're not planning to change your life in such an extreme way, there are some great takeaways from the conversation for all of us. This episode is for you if you currently feel stuck in your career, in a routine, you have goals and dreams, but they seem far out of reach, you do not feel confident about achieving them, and you do not know where to start. And this can be anything, right? it can be just changing cities, moving to another country, getting a new job, starting your own business etc. Whatever your goal or dream, I really hope that NASA's story will inspire you to take action. And without further ado, let's hear the interview. Hello, NASA, How are you doing today?
1: Hi, Jonathan. I'm doing great. Thank you. i uh, excited and getting ready to make my move to Asia the, that we will talk about in this session.
0: Fantastic. Exactly. That's the exact thing I wanted to talk about today on the podcast. Because Nasa is actually a friend I've met a few couple of times in Copenhagen. We met through friends. A crazy Italian and a crazy Belgian. We'll not name them here for, <laughs> for anonymity, etc. But back to Nasa. So I will just read the post you posted a few weeks ago, which sparked my interest and this episode. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, I posted an April Fool joke on Facebook that I was going to move to Bali to open a youth hostel. That post got so many likes and comments, and I remember thinking, damn, that really sounds amazing. How I wish that was true. Well, the time has come for me to pursue my dreams. And then there's a whole speech, but I'll leave it to there. So basically, this sparked my interest. So you made a joke a few years ago, but then today you're ready to make the move, as you just said. So that's fantastic. I've met you a couple of times, and... When I met you, I think the last time is 2015, so it's already four years ago, but um, Mm. I think you were still in your um, corporate job, right? In your nine to five job. And to me, it seemed to me that you enjoyed it. So uh, maybe can you just tell us uh, what you were doing and uh, why you were enjoying it so much?
1: Yes. uh, So I think back then I was actually working for a consultancy company uh, doing something a bit different than what I did after that. But I I thought I enjoyed it. um, And I guess people change, people transform. Mm -hmm. Um, So my views, my values have changed quite a lot. I have always been very ambitious and very career driven. I think um, some of it is could be because of my background you know i'm from kazakhstan which um the culture is very like um you 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 push your children to achieve so many things in life um so i've always thought that that that's what was important to me you know career having a good job a good income uh, stability um and uh, now i actually came to realize that's it's not what I wanted. It's what my parents or my family or the society wanted for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more I got to know myself better, you know, the older we get, the more we, um, some of us, hopefully we would do develop and grow as, as people. So I, I grew quite a lot. And then I, when I got to know myself better, I realized that that's actually not what it, not what is important to me, um, and there are other things that I really love doing, uh, which uh, which actually led me to to do this change to make the move.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna ask your age because you're a lady; that's not appropriate. But <laughs> I know from our experience, you should be about in your mid thirties, just to give more context to to the to the audience, huh? <laughs> Yeah, that's correct that's correct okay that's a good guess so uh, I didn't burn myself here but okay and and, uh, so you were in consultancy and then you realize look it's not what I necessarily want it's maybe what society dictates or the culture or the parents Mm -hmm. how did you realize that it's not something you want what happened
1: yeah. So as as you mentioned, the the Facebook post was a, a couple of years ago. So already back then um, I, I I had these uh, a bit early thoughts about, you know, oh, my God, I love I love traveling. I love Asia. I, I just I love adventures, you know, and I, I, I felt a bit stuck in this nine to five job and I felt very conflicted, you know, and you could also see that from the post that I, I had this side in me already two years ago. But what actually sparked it further was, um, and it's a very personal story that I will share, but it's a good friend of mine who um, around six, eight months ago came to visit me. And um, I was working from home uh, and he was just here, you know, because I had to work. And I said, look, can you just, you know, do something and, and, and entertain yourself? And I had some Skype calls. After that, I had to do some paperwork or some admin work, uh, emails, and and then I was kind of ready to shut down my computer. Uh-huh. And so after I did that, he came up to me and he said, you know, I could really feel feel a shift in your energy. Um, I could feel how happy and how energetic you were when you were speaking to people um, in the Skype meeting. Uh, it was a team meeting, so there were a lot of jokes, you know, a lot of a lot of funny silly, silly things. Uh, <laughs> and, and he said, like, I really liked how 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 energetic you were. And then after you ended the call and you had to sort of dig into all the I worked at a bank, so I had to do like all bank related, very serious things and paperwork and, you know, emails, and he just felt that I wasn't happy. I was not happy doing that. I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that little comment, and he didn't mean anything, but he just like, he he had an observation, he shared it with me, and for some reason that comment stuck with me until even today. I remember it so clearly. I couldn't get over that comment. Um, and actually at the same time, I started getting into, uh, into yoga and meditation because my job was really, really stressful and I was like always anxious, always afraid of what will happen tomorrow. It was like very chaotic. So I needed some tools to, to sort of handle that and then I got into yoga and meditation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which shifted me and I, I just f- discovered some sides of me that I never never knew before. Um, I really got to know myself on a deeper level Um, so that's where my thought process started Um, and then I I came back I went on summer holidays I came back from summer holidays and I just like couldn't imagine myself coming back to to my job so I had this um I would say like a mental burnout um didn't feel well for for a month or two and had some time to reflect about, you know, what do I want? Um, and there was this, um, I know it sounds maybe a bit, a bit weird, but there was an, a very clear inner voice in me saying, you have to do this. You have to move, you have to get out of your comfort zone.
0: Mm-hmm. So in your work, were there things you really enjoyed doing? What, or what were these things?
1: Yes. So, um, yeah, talking to people, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I did I had some some few gigs which were not part of my job description, but it was basically you know facilitating like team meetings. Doing presentations, talking about uh, personal, like, you know, mindfulness at work, corporate mindfulness and and things like that, you know, talking about our corporate values, like soft things that I really, really like doing. I like to inspire people and people coming up to me and saying, yeah, we you did such a great job and you are so inspiring to listen to and you know yourself so well. So all this, you know, like everything that Mm -hmm. was related to people and people relationships was a lot of fun for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Not the technical, the whatever uh, banking stuff you were doing, or like more paperwork or admin yeah. or more yeah technical stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's really the this soft skill. Okay, very good, very good. So that's it makes sense then because then if you are pre- doing yoga and mindfulness things, and then you even organize it at work, it makes absolute sense that you want to go more into that direction. So I I see the logic.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good.
0: <laughs> it might, from the outside, you know, when you, I mean, I've seen people leave uh, corporate jobs to do something totally different, and sometimes people you you don't realize what it where it comes from. But here, people don't know. It's because people don't know the person. If I know you're into mindfulness and you do yoga, it seems logic to me that yeah, at some point you want to make to make it your full-time occupation. I would say it like this. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you mentioned as well uh, to me, uh, prior to the episode, to the recording, that you uh, also did a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. Th- did that also uh, help you find this inner voice?
1: Yes, yes, definitely. I don't think I would have come as far as I have uh, without all the books. Mm-hmm. Um, started reading, um, you know, spirituality, mindfulness, meditation, but also you know, um, mindset, uh, you know, books about how to shift your mindset, how to be more positive, because you can never do something like this, what I'm doing right now. You could never do that without having confidence in yourself, right? You have to believe that your plan is going to work. You have to believe that you are going to be fine. You're not going to end up poor somewhere and not having the money to come back to Denmark. So So all this positivity, um, attracting things that you want in your life, um, Mm -hmm. law of attraction, if you've heard of it. Um, So that is something that I really spend. I try to spend at least, you know, half an hour a day. Not always I succeed, but at least, you know, when I can, when I have the time, I try to prioritize my own self-development shifting my mindset, um, like getting rid of all the limiting beliefs, you know, I'm not good enough, nobody's gonna buy my stuff, or nobody's gonna go in my retreats. And there are so many yoga, yoga teachers, you know, um, why, why should you know, all the other things that you sometimes you're like, inner voice tells yourself the, the doubts, the self doubts, you have to get rid of that. Um, there's no other way.
0: I, I talked about self confidence with a, a buddy of mine, Brad, it's uh, an episode released in November, And, okay, we talked about his way of building up confidence. So you said, well, look, by reading books, I build up my confidence. Is that the way to get rid of those mental blocks or was there, is it really through reading that you, you can get more confident or is it practicing this meditation or mindfulness?
1: It's a, it's a combination combination. Of course, books is, is theory, right?
0: Uh, yes it's, mm-hmm. it's
1: good to know theory but you have to practice you have to implement it and you also have to see it as um, and sometimes i have to remind myself that it's not a journey like uh like a linear you know journey it's it's always one step back three steps uh, well, one step forward three steps back you know it's you have to see it as a zigzag but eventually you get there you get better and better mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of, you know, practice, um, I do have a, I do have some, some, some things that I try to do every day, um, like, uh, visualization, you know, I have a, I have made a, like a collage with all of my dreams and goals. Um, I put it on as a background on my phone, on my laptop, on my iPad. I see it everywhere. Basically I ask, you know, um, and you can call it whatever you want—the universe, God, um, <laughs> higher power—but <laughs> I do ask every day for for the things I want in life, um, and I believe—you know—you have to believe that you will have it, and you actually have to act like according to the to the. To uh, a lot of um, law of attraction books, uh, you have to believe, like you have to act as if alre- you already have it now. So if you want abundance, if you have, if you want financial freedom, you have to act as if, as, as if you have it already and be grateful for what you have, actually.
0: Yeah, I like that, especially the grateful part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about all this uh, law of attraction stuff, but at least it's true that if you act towards what you want mm-hmm. and you ask for it, you're not afraid to ask for it. I think it's, it helps a great deal. And whether you ask it to God, to to the universe, to to your neighbor, (laughs) but just the, the fact of asking it's, it's kind of making it seem possible.
1: Yeah, I think it's also on subconscious level um if if you have this uh, you know asking every day or you know like have this regular practice of asking and visual visualiza- visualization and meditation like sometimes i meditate and and i just visualize how you know in the future what, the 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 plans that i have that how they manifested themselves if you have that it's it's even if you don't believe in god or you don't believe in universal law of attraction it's your subconsciousness is working you know um, so I really believe in that. And I, it actually has worked for me with, with minor things in life. So, um, I would really recommend to, to, to look into that. Uh, if you want to sort of, you know, if you have some things you want to manifest in your life.
0: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And then, so you are, um, you're practicing gratitude, meditation, and then now you find your inner voice and you want to make the move to go to Asia, to teach uh, English to Thailand. And to develop, I think your business uh, for um, to teach yoga as well. Mm-hmm. How do you organize all this? I mean, what what are the practicalities? Uh, how do you do this, and how do you announce that to your at your company?
1: Ah, oh, I've I've already quit. Actually, um, I resigned a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. so <laughs> that that part is covered. Um, on a practical level, so I'm I'm leaving in January. Um, I will be certified as a yoga teacher end of January and then sometime then I'll do some traveling some meditation retreat in between and then in uh, March I'll, I'll be um, certified as an English teacher um, it takes it will take me three weeks to do that and mm-hmm. then 1st of May I will start working so that's where my new life really will begin um, I think I, I really want to stay in Chiang Mai in Thailand but that depends on availability and where I get a placement. Um, but I really want to, to be in Chiang Mai. I think it's a really cool place. Um, on a practical level, so I'm actually working now with a freelancer uh, and building a blog. Mm-hmm. So that that will be my instrument, together with Instagram um, and maybe YouTube later on, uh, um, to to sort of grow my business. And uh, you know, it will be. I, I do believe in, in several sources of income. So I don't want to just say, okay, I'll have a yoga studio and that's it, you know, uh, or I'll only do meditation or yoga retreats. You know, I will have different sources of income. I uh, have uh, several ideas and yeah, but uh, the first step, of course, is getting the, the blog rolling and uh, get some, you know, I, ho- I hope to get some partnerships in place at some point, you know, um, and get the, get that, that the thing the The thing going, and I will have some time between uh, February and may to to work on that intensively uh, while being somewhere in Asia in Thailand probably
0: mm-hmm. so. very good. and um this is a personal finance blog. okay, here we also talk about lifestyle so so stories such as yours and uh, I don't want to make it boring, but uh, <laughs> talking about finances. Mm. Uh, how have you planned the move? Do you do you have some savings, an emergency fund, or did you save up for uh, like one year of savings or something? Or I will go by myself and I start to make money there. It doesn't matter. Or do you have some contingency plan?
1: No, I I do have some savings. Um, so I have uh, have been saving up for the last couple of years, like um, seriously saving. So I will be good for the next year or two, you know, depending on my lifestyle. Um, so would not recommend doing uh, it without having some backup plan. That would be very risky, mm-hmm. even for the most courageous of us. So, yeah, th- th- I'm lucky. I'm privileged to to have had this opportunity to, to save up, you know, so that I can feel secure right now that if everything goes wrong, I will still have, you know, something um, on top of that, cutting costs, um, is something that I've, you know, I've always been very into makeup, fashion, clothes, brands, you know, that is something that I have cut down severely in the last six months. So mm-hmm. no new clothes, no expensive brands sold some of my wardrobe out uh, already. And, uh, yeah, you have to prioritize, right? Because you cannot keep up with the, um, with the posh lifestyle if you want to, If you want to be location independent, if you you want to succeed, you have to prioritize other things in life. So that would be my uh, second advice, I think, saving and uh, just cut out anything you can cut out from your, you know, from your spending.
0: And uh, Naza, we we talked about it uh, just before about the confidence. So my question to you is how confident are you that this adventure will be successful, like launching your uh, business? being an English teacher, etc. any fears, any doubts, or you're like, no, no matter what, I will, I will succeed.
1: I, I love this question <laughs> because it's something that I'm kind of dealing with today. Um, there are definitely fears, there are definitely doubts, but I am very, very determined, um, and I am positive, you know, but, um, but, but of course there are fears. And if, if, if I didn't have any fears, it would be, um, I think it would be a bit strange, <laughs> 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 you know. So, yeah, I, sometimes I do wake up at night and I'm like, what what did I start, you know, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, but most days I'm confident, yeah.
0: And I know you, you're uh, happy in Copenhagen and uh, you enjoy it there, etc. I mean, we have the, the, those common friends and you live your life. So what are you going to miss from Copenhagen?
1: A lot of things actually. Um, I think what I will miss most is probably the comfort uh, of life here, you know, um, how everything just works, how efficient people are. Um the other day I had to renew my driver's license and it is everything is just automated here you know you just go to the commune there are even there's they're not even like people serving you it's it's all machines now so you just go to a desk it's a computer asking you to type in your information and everything is done automatically things like that I will definitely miss I know that for sure because I know that other countries do not I mean I I spent some years abroad prior to this experience, so I can definitely already compare now that things do not work as well in other countries.
0: Yeah, correct. And uh, I live in Luxembourg now, and I miss some of the efficiency and the digitalization. I even complained yesterday, some paperwork at the bank. I'm like, come on, it's 2019, Uh, get this digitalized. I mean, really, like... Oh, anyway, but uh, uh, enough about this run. But any other stuff that you will miss from Copenhagen besides this practical aspect? Mm. The vibe, the city, the, the, yeah. the people, the friends, the mentality? Uh,
1: all, of, all, of, all of the <laughs> things that you mentioned. I mean, it, it's a very nice and cozy city, of course. It's very comfortable. It's, uh, you know, I love biking. I have my bike and... Uh, all the all, all of my favorite places to eat you know mm-hmm. with the restaurant scene the you know the things you can do um the Copenhagen during the summer is amazing when the weather is nice of course I'll miss it um but the way I see it is if I miss it too much I can always come back right um, mm-hmm. nothing is stopping me from from changing up so mm-hmm.
0: so you you will start this move this new life in Asia but you're still flexible as I hear so you Would you come back to Europe, or do you want how how much time do you want to give yourself actually when when you're in Asia?
1: So basically, the first year I'll be teaching uh, in Thailand. Um, The second year, um, depending on how my business goes, you know, um, if I if I manage to be um, location independent by by the first end of the first year, then I will probably move to bali i really would love to live in bali i love bali um and i have this vision of me having this nice house next to the beach and doing yoga retreats and whatnot you know Mm -hmm. um so that is that is the goal but i'm also very flexible because i know then you plan and life happens and no matter what happens it will be for the better because i i believe that you know uh, everything happens for a reason. So I am, I, you know, you never know. Maybe I'll meet someone and I will move to a third country. You never know. So I'm very open.
0: Okay, that's very good to hear. And um, Naza, so did you have a property in Denmark, by the way?
1: Ah uh, no, I no. don't have. No. Okay, property.
0: so you were, you're very flexible. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: For some reason, I've thought about buying property, and something always stopped me. And now I know what what that was.
0: <laughs> it's that inner voice.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. No, no. So it, it, Naza, it's very exciting. I'm, uh, I'm very excited for you to see how this will uh, change your life and if it's going to be for the better, if you're going to stay there, if you're going to be successful, which I wish for you. And mm-hmm. um, who knows? Who knows? I, w- I would like to, to be kept updated, but to your friends, at least on Facebook, but what about the readers? Uh, sorry. The, what about the listeners? How can they uh, get to know more about you?
1: Well, they can follow right now. My biggest uh, platform is Instagram, mm-hmm. so they can um, <clears throat> check out my Instagram. Uh, my name is Nazita underscore DK.
0: Yeah, I'll leave it all up in the show notes so you can follow uh, on uh, on Instagram. And the blog?
1: The blog is um, under construction, uh, and I'm planning to launch it within the next, you know, several months, um, but I have to kind of finalize it. But it's coming, and maybe YouTube also.
0: And for the listeners, I mean, that want to make a lifestyle change such as yours, okay, you gave already some tips, cut costs, et cetera. Do you have like two or three tips about believing yourself, et cetera? I mean, do you have like two, two, three concluding tips?
1: Yeah. So basically I would really embrace the, the mindset shift. If you have any, anything, ask yourself what is stopping you and why, you know, um, and, and how can you get rid of that? and already you're there you know there are so many tools out there just you know google law of attraction mindset uh, positivity whatever manifesting things there there's so much so many resources um, work on your on, on 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 your personal transformation I would say and without it you will um, you are not ready I would say you have to get, be ready for this um, so don't push yourself and just start you know reading up and and, and and doing all the practices and and believing in yourself and then once you feel ready you will you will do it. Um, and yeah life is too short I would say if, if, if that is something that you are considering and you are not happy with your life now, don't waste your life on, 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 just, you know, be on settling for something that is less amazing than what you deserve.
0: Mm-hmm. Very cool. And just a question as well that I, that just pops in is that, I mean, you make a drastic lifestyle change. You're going to mm-hmm. go for it in January. How does your family, your mother react? your, your friends in Copenhagen or your friends abroad, how do, do, does your entourage react?
1: Uh, I think they are very um, <clears throat> divided in the sense that um, some of my friends and some of my family uh, is very supportive
0: mm-hmm.
1: and very excited for me. Um, there are also people who just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah. "What are you doing? Why? Why are you changing your? You had you had such an am- amazing life. Why are you changing it?" So that's that's how it is you people are different we have very different opinions and and that's fine i mean um but but yeah my my immediate family is very supportive luckily and also a bit worried i understand that yeah, <laughs> it's a uh-huh. big, uh, but but um i do get I, I do get the support from them and and um, that's that's really nice and my friends are also su- supportive and I do have a lot of people who also find it very inspiring. They're like, I, wanted to, I want to do it, but I don't have the guts, but I'll follow your journey and maybe someday I'll have the, the courage to do it. So,
0: Yeah, and it's great if they follow you because you're doing it. So you're like, you're not just reading books and saying, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I belie- believe in yourself or, uh, I don't know, be grateful every day. Yeah, you do that, but you also achieve results and that's great. That's what I uh, enjoy about your story because you're taking action.
1: Yeah. And that's also something that I want to kind of keep sharing on my Instagram and and later on in my blog, you know, like my personal journey, but also how can you get there? How can you start? what, What should you do, you know, to if you wanted to do something about your situation, how can you get how can you be as ready as possible?
0: No, very good. And Naza, do you have something as well to say to people? I mean, there's probably listeners as well who are happy in their job in their corporate life that that also that's also good i mean i was happy as well in some of the jobs i had before i was happy i mean nothing could uh, could uh, change my mind i was happy and then it was an easy life and this and that today it's a bit different depending on the situations but what would you say to people that are happy that enjoy this life would you do you have a message for those people as well
1: yeah, I mean, it's very good if you're happy doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think uh, then my message would be um, just just be mindful of, of you know, stress and uh, prioritize still, um, like, remember what's important in life. Um, you know, I don't know if you – I read an a survey somewhere about – uh, people in the hospice, um, like, like, uh, close to, you know, passing away, they were like interviewed and, and about their regrets. And, and most of the people said, well, I regret not spending enough time with my loved ones or with my family. Um, and none of them have said, I regret not working,
0: um, more enough, you know? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
1: So just remember that. I mean, it's good to have a career. It's good to have a job. It's good to have stability, but also remember to enjoy life, um, uh, yeah, that would be my message. And do yoga and meditate. That's very good. <laughs>
0: well, I don't do yoga, but uh, okay. So I, uh, I have my uh, moment of uh, gratefulness uh, every day, so that that's good, and it gives me mental strength. I talked about it in the episode with Brad, actually. So yeah, it's it's a great thing. It's a great way to start the day. So be grateful. Look, I'm I'm healthy. I'm gonna interview yeah. NASA today, so I'm grateful. I'm um, no, I have food on the table every day, and it's simple things, but you yeah it helps a lot and mm-hmm. um naza before we close i always have a three quick fire question i ask my guests so my number one question it's personal finance but it can be changed to a different topic but what is what has been your best investment so far uh
1: personal development Mm-hmm. Um in terms of like I've worked with a coach actually. I didn't mention it, but I, I have worked with a coach for, for a few months to sort of get myself sorted. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, books, um time. Invest time on yourself. Like I hear it so much from busy people. Like I don't have the time, you know, but while well, you have time to eat, you have time to, you know, shower. So just see it as something as a necessity. Like at five 10, 15 minutes a day, read like a few pages in a book or listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Do something that make that will make you grow.
0: Excellent investment advice. And um, do you have a specific book? Because I'm a book freak and uh, I know some of the listeners really enjoy uh, reading inspiring books. Do you have a book that you would recommend to anyone and it does not need to be financial?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well I have several. Um, my personal favorite is New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. It's, it's like a, it's, it's a spiritual book so if you're not into that then then fair enough. Um, another one that I really think is really important or that has been life-changing for me is The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. And um, another book that I have actually not read myself but it's definitely on my to-do is 4-Hour Week.
0: I love it. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start it soon. I have it in my Kindle already, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it's in my top three as well. Yeah. And uh, Naza, last question: um, You get handed over one million dollars or euros. What do you do with that money?
1: Good question. I would um, invest in a, in a property. I would open up a yoga studio and invest that money in my business. You know, growing my business um travel of course
0: fantastic and i'm sure shanghai mai is a great base to start exploring uh, asia so that's uh, fantastic so yeah nasa it was a pleasure to talk to you i think your story is very inspiring and i'm uh, sure the listeners will be curious to to know more about you and your journey and uh, i will link all your um, details in the show notes so i think that will be great and i uh, wish you a huge success with your new venture and your new life
1: Thank you so much, Jonathan. It was a pleasure to share my story.
0: Well, what a change of lifestyle. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this interview and that you learned something from it. I certainly did. And before we close with the key takeaways, as I said in the introduction, Naza just got her license to be a yoga teacher. So everything is going as planned, it seems. So fantastic. And as well, yeah, why don't you uh, join me in sending her a congratulations by sending her a DM on Instagram? I think she will appreciate it. And now let's go for the key takeaways of a NASA story. Number one, your career and stability can be important to you today, but actually be aware that your values may change depending on life circumstances. And for NASA, it was actually the stress and feeling burnt out from her 9 to 5 job. The second one is that books are powerful and can really change your mindset and can help you overcome mental barriers. The power books have above other media is that In my opinion, it sparks your imagination and gets you to think. As I wrote before, they are really one of my favorite ways to invest in myself. My third key takeaway is that reading about mindset and positivity is great, but without taking action, it is worthless. And taking action is what actually led Nasa to make her drastic moves and turn her life upside down, not posting inspirational quotes with a beautiful sunset on Instagram. Regarding financials, Nasa came up with the three interesting tips which I fully agree with. Before making any such drastic lifestyle change or maybe quitting your job for starting a business or changing job, moving to another city, yeah, have some money saved up. It will give you flexibility and that uh, safety cushion. Number two, prioritize your spending. Um, She was preparing for several months for this project of moving abroad. So she saved up money by changing her lifestyle. She said herself, I quit the posh lifestyle. I sold some clothing. And I really liked her approach as well to build several streams of income. That is quite a smart approach. So she can make money from um, her yoga classes or her upcoming YouTube channel and website, for example. And to conclude on the takeaways, I really enjoyed what she said at the end of the episode. Career and stability are important, but no one on their deathbed have ever wished they had worked more. Focus on what is important, enjoying life and spending time with your loved ones.